Soccer Podcast is BYOT. Bring your own tacos. Dick swinging. Swinging. You're listening to American Slacker Podcast. We can say fuck and fuck. With Matthew Gertz and Jesse Landers. I don't care if it's spoken. This is cool. That's a decent amount of sausage. This man needs a doctor. Yeah. I just hope they're tasty. What's up with these clowns, man? Cut the lights and went through people's pockets. Don't you point that at each other. Let them smoke a little. You need to like step it up to that point. We're not gonna. We're not gonna lead with the. We're not gonna lead. Uh, What was it? It was last weekend that you went to the Just Surrender concert. January thirteenth. It was a Saturday. (laughs) You're not giving a police statement. I thought you had fun. (laughs) I had tons of fun. It was crazy. Um, First off, it was Just Surrender. Local band from the year 4-5. A lot of people don't know about them, but they're going to be doing a lot more coming up soon. So check them out. Just Surrender. One of my favorite bands ever. And uh, I got to go with a good buddy of ours, Dave. Dave. I'm not going to mention his last name. Well, it's the guy that we mention every episode because yeah, he's one of yeah. our Patreon uh, supporters. I, I couldn't think if we dropped his last name, so I was like, ah, I'm not going to throw one of those. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I went with a good buddy, saw a bunch of other people that we knew, and uh, it was really great. And the show was ridiculous. <laughs> it was fucking insane. I received injuries from both the pit getting thrown down. Oh and, yeah, you, uh, were, you were saved at one point. I was saved by a giant. Giant man just like hoisted me from. I was laying on the ground, getting trampled. My knee was like messed up for a couple days after, actually. And uh, but uh, this man just like hoisted me up effortlessly. Like, it's it's like you're gonna be all right, son. I got you. I just I was like, I love you. I like, gave him a hug and just like went back to moshing. Oh man. But uh, yeah, it was cool. It was wild, man. The you guys got pointed out a couple of times too. You were telling me from yeah, from the we band. were we were yelling a lot and uh, <laughs> we got acknowledged definitely a good like four or five times during the concert. Pulling chants <laughs> at them, trying to get them to play songs. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, it didn't work. We didn't get the song, that we wanted <laughs> to hear, but we tried. We got a good chant going with our crowd at least. That's funny. <laughs> I wish I could have gone. It was a little far for me to fly it back. It was it was a little far. Um, yeah, I don't I don't think it would be worth that, but it was a great memory to go. You know, that's awesome. Yeah, but uh, that was then. Let's get on to now. Welcome to American Slacker Podcast. And as always, I'm Matt, and I'm Jesse. Uh, currently swamped in uh, business related shit that we've been working on. We've been busy. We've been real busy, and uh, it's leading to good shit. And first off, we want to say we opened a shop. So if you wanted to check out some American Slacker merchandise, all you have to do is head over to americanslackerpodcast.bigcartel.com. And uh, currently we have a f- only a few items. We have the Simple Slacker t-shirt, and it's uh, available in small, medium, and large. And uh, we have a awesome Morning Slacker coffee mug. That you can do a uh, sip I'm your coffee out. Probably of. gonna order one of our own products because I want yeah. that fucking mug. <laughs> I think we're gonna be the first people to buy shit from it, but uh, yeah, check it out. American Slacker Podcast. Big It's uh, pretty dope looking too. 
So that's one way to help us out. Another way is to contribute to our Patreon. Uh, and people that do get an awesome shout-out at the top of the show here. First off, the man we mentioned earlier, the man, the myth, the legend, Dave Gunn. Thank you for your support of the show through the Patreon. We really appreciate See? it. You threw him under the bus. You just threw him right under there. I didn't know if you knew the name, but now everybody knows his name. No, I, Thanks, I Dave. A... I love you. Now we also have a podcast that supports us through Patreon. That is the Crime Roulette Podcast. The boys there are Kyle, Nolan, Bradford. Awesome dudes. Yeah, yeah thanks, guys. Definitely Love go check show. them out. And we also have Aaron W. of the Yes and I Am Podcast. And that's another uh, podcast you should go check out. It's really funny. They're coming back with some new stuff this year. Awesome. Yeah. Great show. And thank you, Aaron. Now the thing I completely forgot about... The pod shout-out pick of the week. It's that time, people, where we pick a podcast to do a shout-out. And uh, it's kind of like a lottery thing. You know, you retweet us, and uh, you retweet our latest episode, right? Is that how it works? Yeah, yeah the, we have a the, pinned tweet that has our I'm latest. not the Twitter guy. I, don't, <laughs> I stay out of that. But uh, basically, we get a certain amount of numbers, and uh, if we pick your number in order of how you retweeted us... Well, we uh, do a shout-out for you. Yeah, and this time we got, I want to say, 16. Well, we got 17 retweets, but one of them's from the winner of last week. So we always, you can't win two weeks in a row. So, Matt, you can pick between 1 and 16 from the retweets we got. Okay, all right. I went high last time. I feel like I went, like, like 13. So I'm going to go with 13. (laughs) You're going to do the same number? Yeah, why not? You gotta keep the people on their toes. I mean, what's the point of this game at that point? All right, at least it's a different one. If we didn't land on the same one, that would have been that would have been quite the coincidence. I'd hope it wasn't thirteenth again. This time we landed on Pop Culture Bento, and they're at Pop Culture Bento, and okay. their description says podcast articles, video games, pop culture, nerd culture, entertainment, DC, Marvel, and they go to a bunch of conventions and stuff. And there's some hosts here. We'll give them a shout out too. At J Russ Terrier, at J H Russell ninety four, and at Bradley McGuinn two. Ooh, okay. So okay. congrats to uh, Pop Culture Bento. You're going to be featured on our next pin tweet, and any other oh, yeah. podcast that wants to be entered in, uh, retweet that one. Awesome. Worthy of being checked out. So Matt, uh, what do we have coming up in this show of ours? Well, as always, we're going to start off with bizarre news. And then uh, we're going to move over to some music that we would like to suggest to you. And we got some good ones. Bands that I both really, really enjoy. So uh, I'm pumped. And then we're going to talk about the best of CES 2018 Consumers Electronics. It's going to be pretty cool. There's a lot of crazy shit. A lot of advancements in tech and a lot of weird shit. So Some backflipping robots? <laughs> yeah. All kinds of weird, weird things. So, stick around. It's going to be a fun one today. And with our weird news, we always like to start out with a little bit of weed news. And now, continuing with the Jeff Sessions saga, we, we all know that he is, he's the party pooper. Hold on. It, let's get, a, let's get a, a big, fat, fuck you Sessions in here. I need Connor's help. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Insert Connor McGregor's voice here. So, we have... 70 members of Congress 
pushing a spending bill amendment to protect state legal marijuana. Okay. Now, nearly 70 U.S. representatives signed a letter to the U.S. House of Representatives leadership asking for inclusion of, a, of that provision known as the McClintock-Polis Amendment, which would ensure that the U.S. Department of Justice funds cannot be used to interfere with states that have authorized some form of mar- uh, medical marijuana or legal marijuana. Okay, that's awesome. This would be a this would be a big step. This would yeah. be again a big kick in the nuts to Jeff Sessions, as we like to call it. Yeah, yeah, it's like a preemptive against his uh, war on drugs. Like we know this asshole is gonna make it tough. Like let's make sure he can't fuck with like everything that we've worked to build. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we we're discussing before the show how I think that more and more states are going to be galvanized by this uh, by Sessions coming against uh, the legal marijuana bills and laws that have been passed so far and they're gonna be able to you know come come at them full force and we're gonna see more legalization quicker than we have in the past few years yeah it's almost like you know if you come back at us we're gonna come back at you even harder Mm -hmm. which makes sense i mean there's been nothing but good demos from every state that's legalized so far yeah absolutely and you know Mm -hmm. I'm just surprised by the looking at the amount of states here that have signed on to it and like to quote from the actual language of the bill it says none of the funds made available by this act to the Department of Justice may be used with respect to any of the states of Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Connecticut and it just keeps going all the way down to Wisconsin, Wyoming to prevent any of them from implementing their own laws that authorize the use of distribution, possession, or cultivation of marijuana on non-federal lands within within their respective jurisdictions. So, ugh, fucking legal shit. But what yeah. it's saying is, you know, you can't use federal funds to go after states. This is a states' rights issue with marijuana, and the states fucking seem to want it. Yeah. Yeah, I... I want it. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised New York, New York. I live in New York. Is, Fuck uh, New York with their shit. They're kind of lagging behind Massachusetts and <sighs> like Vermont. Legit. Both. Yeah, I gotta go see see my good old friend Massachusetts. It's I gonna happen. Their shit up this year. New York. So if you yeah. want to read more about this bill that's uh, being pushed by uh, these 70 members of Congress, we'll be putting it up on the Facebook on Monday. So go check out Facebook American Soccer Podcast for more info on that well our next story we're going to hawaii and uh we're going back in time to the same day as the concert that i just attended and uh it's one of the craziest stories i think we've ever featured on this fucking show it's such an element of realism but thank god it was a false alarm and if you're not familiar hawaii had a false alarm alert go out through the emergency system that you know it sends a mobile alert to your phone and all it said was, ballistic missile threat inbound to Hawaii. Seek immediate shelter. This is not a drill. Oh my God. And everybody's gotten the weather alerts. You know, you get them on your phone. It's like, oh, you know, there's going to be high winds, blah, 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 whatever. Anything that's slightly dangerous. But to see that, closed, like <laughs> To see that at 8 o'clock. I'm looking at some of these images. like This, this was article. 8 a.m., right? Yeah, yeah. You see this at 8 a.m. You're just, like, waking up. Maybe you're not even up. Maybe you just heard that fucking bizarre noise it makes. And you're like, what the fuck? You grab your phone and you're like, fuck. what the? Grab the kids. We got to get underground. Like, I, what would you do? Like, ah. Uh, 
That's fucking crazy. I saw some tweets about what people did, and one of them had uh, the girl's father was texting her saying that the buffet had cleared out. So <laughs> he, he uh, you know, was had a clear line. He had all the bacon he wanted in the oh, world. I mean, man. that's not a bad way if their missile is incoming. Good, you got 15 minutes. You know you're not going to yeah. make it. Bacon? Man. There's, there's a decent amount of bacon. Imagine in Hawaii, like, how crazy buffets are at these, like, touristy fucking, like, you know, like, little areas. Like, ah, <laughs> uh, he's probably, like, loving it. He's just like, yeah, no line at all. It usually <laughs> takes, like, like, 40 minutes to get a plate. Get some sausage. Ooh, eggs. Like, I wonder if uh, the people probably left who were working there, so he just, like, served himself for that Looking point. for to see if any chefs stayed behind because there's, like, they're out of, like, right? fucking so, the French I guess, toast. Guess I'll carve the ham myself, like... <laughs> So, so that was that was pretty funny. I'm, yeah, it's like a terrifying scenario though. That's not too far from me either. I mean, it's Man. out in the Pacific there, but yeah, it's a real scary thing to think about it in today's times. Like, oh, that could happen at any moment. Fuck. Right. I mean, they got not, to, not to get too grim, but you know, Fallout. We've been, we've at least we're experienced. We've yeah. been playing the games for a while. <laughs> we know how to deal with prepping, mutated yeah. creatures and all that shit. So and actually, it's prompted me to get more acquainted with where the safe areas are in my like neighborhoods and shit. Areas, yeah, like uh, yeah. I've started to plan. Things. I've started to plan stuff out. I know where I'm going. Get that's to never like, a bad idea. areas with concrete. Yeah, that's really not a bad idea. There's websites I'm sure to help you find the closest bomb shelter area. I think ready.gov if you want to go with the government yeah. um, like nice. website for it. Our uh, in-house prepper. Jesse was on that right away. I just get paranoid. That's the thing. I play too many See, video games and watch too many movies. See, like I like I like to think I'm like a prepper too. I have all the necessities like and shit. Like I got guns and stuff and like I they're like all scattered. This guy is a real prepper. He's got go bags and shit. Like he's ready to rock. <laughs> it's just, I mean it's not anything great. It's got it's like bags of uh fucking yeah, but that's coffee like a, grounds and who the like fuck else has fucking go bags like yeah no you got more than that but fucking hey man Some it's still like shit. who does that like you know, i don't know it's, i, I it's you know i was a be. boy scout always be it's prepared the, they said you should be always prepared because you never know what happened right i mean from hawaii to detroit there was a meteor a suspected meteor. I mean, I you gotta assume this thing Ooh. was a meteor that shook houses across the Detroit metro area. And what day was this? This was January 16th at at eight at eight fifteen eight fifteen p.m. I'm saying slacker conspiracy. They fucked up. That something happened where That'd they, be a they slow missed. ass missile. There was a there was a missile coming for Hawaii. And then it twelve hours later, it ended we blew up it up. In Detroit. Or it fucked up like itself. And then they tried to send another one to Detroit, and then, like, it just blew up before it could, inter- like, it, you know, okay. hit. Or so, maybe we took care of it. There's a time There's a time difference here we have to, uh, like, coordinate. It's Hawaii. I'm saying two separate attacks. Oh, you're saying two? Okay, I was, I was, thinking, it was, the, I was thinking it was the same, like, No, no, thing. no, 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 no. Two separate attacks. I'm sorry. I, I clear that up right now. No, no, no. Two separate attacks. <laughs> it's like just, the and missile, it's just like, a big gut cover-up. Like, they don't want us to panic. Because <laughs> I was thinking, like, okay. I'm if kidding. It's, if, I'm it's kidding. 8 a.m., if it's 8 a.m. in Hawaii it was a and it's 8 p.m. in Detroit, what's the time difference? And then how long would it take the missile? I'm yeah, not doing right. the math on it. Right. But it's interesting. Just got lost in orbit, went around a couple times. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, I don't know where to land this thing. Put it outside Fuck. of Detroit, I guess. So yeah. it 
it looks like a, uh, a meteor. It actually, we watched the footage, it turned night into day. Because this happened around 8 p.m. on January 16th. And people's dash cams caught it. A couple of yeah. garage, like, door cams caught it as well. Yeah, it was quite scary looking in the footage. Like, uh, especially that garage court, uh, the garage door cam. That was really freaky. It was, like, burning bright. Brighter than day. The sun was coming closer to the earth, you know? Yeah, that would have been weird. It would have looked like two suns if it happened in the daytime. It's like, what the hell? God. I yeah. mean, at least we're in an age where we can understand that shit. Because, like, if that shit happened and I witnessed it <laughs> back in, like, you know, caveman you, era, you'd be like, oh, shit. Dude, even, <gasps> like, 100 years ago, like, 150. 150 years ago, guaranteed, that would fucking be some, like, biblical crazy shit, like, to people. Like, <laughs> well, they had, they would... I mean, Galileo understood, like, comets yeah, and stuff like Galileo. That. We're talking, like, how, how educated were people typically back 150 years ago? You know, like, oh, yeah, that, true. that was just like so, a natural, like, some dude, oh, fuck! some dude living out in the woods. It's just like, like, what the fuck? And he goes and explains that they're like, lock him away. This dude's fucking nuts. <laughs> He's fucking crazy. <laughs> Witchcraft. But now we got all these dash cams and home security cameras that caught it. And they said it, there was a loud flash and a rumble and it shook houses. I don't think it broke any glass or anything. So it probably wasn't like close enough to that's still any enough other structures. Your building shakes and then a bright light, like you're just like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> that's so unnatural to our environment. <laughs> Especially driving on the road, you would have no idea what the fuck that was coming yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. And we saw in that the not to go back on this one fucking clip that you can't see, but the garage cam footage. There's a car that doesn't even hesitate when that light goes off, and I'm like, how the f that's balls of steel right there. <laughs> I think I'm just gonna keep doing my thing. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, holy fuck, they just kept gunning it, they were like, yeah, well not gunning it, going normal speed. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, cameras, man, they catch all kinds of good shit. That's the best thing about having technology out here all over the fucking place. And uh, <laughs> our next story, thank god somebody had a camera, because this is ridiculous. A Russian man recently stole a tank from an automotive, like, motorsport training ground. <laughs> and uh, decided to run this tank into a shop. And he was drunk, by the way. Let me just say, he was drunk. It was Russia. I mean, did you need a hint? So this was a beer run. It's like he ran out. <laughs> he was, it was some kind of fucked up beer run because he came out with apparently a bottle of wine. And this was all <laughs> caught by somebody that was, uh, I think they lived... They're like a few floors up, it looks like. Yeah, in the I same think they building. lived in like an apartment or something like uh <laughs> A couple floors up and a couple floors over, so they're like winging their cell phone out the fucking window, like catching this drunk guy. There's a bunch of people standing around too, but like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Appetite. It's a small town just south of the Arctic Circle, and uh, I can imagine <laughs> this is probably the talk of the town right now. <laughs> it's probably. I, I bet that tank inside is pretty warm. It's probably well insulated. Oh, it's probably really, really well insulated to deal with all different types of terrain. Did and, he? Uh, he he crunched a car. I was gonna say, it looked like he fucked up one of the cars in the lot. He, like, literally, like, backed up onto a car, and she's like, that car isn't... That car's going to, a, like, a scrapyard. There's not coming back from this. <laughs> this is what ruined Grand Theft Auto. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All these damn he, tanks. All these fucking tanks. People just want to fuck shit up. It's the natural thing. They're not even, like, uh, affected by it anymore, because it's the norm. You know? Yeah, right? All the carnage we see on a daily basis. Blaming the video games. <laughs> so yeah, it looked at, I mean, that's at least a good way to get around in the snow. A tank, you got the treads. 
Hell yeah. Yeah, I mean, they go through anything. That fucking the Cars, worst muds, you know. New walls. <laughs> there is some like mud that would probably put it down, but I mean, they go through all, like shit that tires can't. That's for sure. Right. I I mean, good good choice of vehicle in the in the snowy uh, near Arctic Circle, and probably good for uh, around the Canadian main area where our next story is coming from, because they've had some crazy blizzards recently. Oh yeah. Yeah, the weather hasn't been too kind there. <laughs> the uh the la- I guess a recent blizzard blew a historic building into Canada. And Maine, they want it back. <laughs> That's Give fucking ridiculous. Building. That's our Give building. Fucking building back, Canada. Fucks. You steal our people, you're not taking our buildings. <laughs> now, Winter Storm Grayson, it hit the northeast with a lot of snow and high winds in early January. And the winds were so strong that they ripped apart a... a ripped part of a historic building from its foundation in Maine and blew it onto an island in Canada. I'm guessing the uh, ice was, or the lake was frozen over and it was able to, you know, end up blown onto a, onto a small island owned by the Great White North. That's fucking crazy, man. <laughs> now, yeah. this wasn't any shack. Like I said, it's historic because okay. it was part of the last traditional smoked herring facility in the United States which closed in 1991. <laughs> so it was an abandoned like site, but it's a historic site. It's basically a fucking national treasure. I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> how, smoked how herring? Gonna... How delicious is smoked herring? This is traditional no. smoked oh. herring. God. Maybe it is. I don't know. I've never had it, so I can't really talk shit. I feel bad about that. Maybe people are I'd imagine like, it's like or fish jerky. Yeah, maybe it's good. Probably good for you. Like high in protein, low know, low fat, good amino yeah. acids. Yeah, good. Yeah, good amino <laughs> acid complex there going on. Good. So mm. there now there's like this fight going on because uh, Can- Canadian authorities refuse to let the contractors hired by the people that own the site uh, to begin salvaging the remains of the sh- shed. They say they want the sca- the scavengers have claimed the shed as their own. And it's like, you don't own this. Like, let yeah. us get in there and fucking take this thing back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's bureaucratic. Yeah. They say it's, it's like bureaucratic right non- nonsense that's uh, hold- holding up this this shack uh, transfer, if you will. Aye, aye, aye. Yeah, that's a pain in the dick. That's a weird way to lose property. Yeah, it is a really weird way. <laughs> fucking, you never expect that either. Like, a blizzard just took it, and it took it into no man's land, because you can't just go over there. It blows your house onto, like, your neighbor's property, and now you're, like, out yeah. in the cold. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got the perfect fuel for a fire to keep you warm. Well, not me, I guess. A postal worker in Louisiana, I should say. Because he was, uh, recently... <laughs> found guilty of burning about 20 tubs of people's mail <laughs> in the back of his house. We got a Charlie Day situation going on here. It's ridiculous, man. You're just a, a true anarchist. And uh, maybe he just hated the, the post office that much. Well, workload too much? I don't know. Maybe he just liked fires and like he was like, oh, well, fuck buying firewood. And maybe there was like... He was running out of shit to burn. Maybe he lived in like a city-like environment, so he just fucking started grabbing mail, burning it up. Now, you said 20 tubs? Yeah, 20 tubs of mail, which I don't have the equivalency here. How much is a tub? 
I mean, is it a Rubbermaid tub? Like, is he just, like, jacking big tubs? Or is he jacking, like, those mailbox things that are, like, a foot? I'm imagining, foot? like, those... I feel like I've seen blue, like, rolling tubs, uh, like, that they put letters and boxes and shit in at the post office. I could be wrong, but... Yeah. I, I, for some reason, I just imagined one of those with, like, a fire in it of just people's mail. <laughs> He's just, like, burns it in standing the tub, there, tub just goes throwing up. matches into it. You know, oh, with a crazy look in just his like eye. laughing. <laughs> it's oh like my God, you just like a close up on like a birthday card, just like catching fire. <laughs> like, yeah, like, money burning. Like he doesn't just, give a fuck. Like you said, he obviously true anarchist. Yeah, true really anarchist. True anarchist. <laughs> and uh, apparently, as a result, he faces up to five years in prison, which I, I'm surprised oh, how little that is. Really, Three years I thought of that supervised was too release. much. And. Well, this is where it comes back, I guess. Two hundred and fifty thousand dollars fine. Ooh. <laughs> so he could be working for the rest of, of his life to pay that back in restitution. If he had taken uh, the money out of the birthday cards, he might have had enough to pay the fine. <laughs> yeah, maybe, man. I hope he looked through it all, you know. But I mean, I have twenty tubs of mail is a lot to go through by <laughs> one person. It's like I don't know what to do with all this mail. There's too much. It comes in every day. It doesn't stop. I've been burning some of it in the corner. <laughs> Uh, yeah, maybe the workload got too much, so he just took it away, like you were thinking. <laughs> it, I guess there's uh, tons of perils that you have to worry about as a mailman. Oh yeah. Between the monotony and having to entertain yourself by committing arson with the mail, <laughs> and like dogs that might attack you. Yeah, yeah. You never know. Fucking dogs do hate mailman. That's a classic. Why. I think fear. All, do all animals hate mailman? I don't know. I, they might. Po- quite possibly. I mean. I I might I'd be very worried if I were in Florida, because there's some bear attacks going around. <laughs> I could see oh, a a, God. Ro- a rogue bear getting to a mailman. Ah, oh, that's something you'd never expect. You're like, wait, that's a big dog. That's a bear. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, in Naples, Florida, in our next article here, a man was letting his dog outside when a bear attacked. Oh my God! Fucking didn't even go for the dog. It was like I want the man. Well, it. I, it it was interesting because it was 11 at night. He's letting the dog out and he says he spots the four foot bear standing next to him when he walked outside. So it must have been like literally right there. So it's oh like you walk God. out, you let your dog go. You're like, all right, let me wait. Oh, fuck. <laughs> That's I a bear. This, I think this bear's been pulling recon on the house for a little bit. And he was like, he was, waiting for he his was thinking about the dog. But then he saw the guy and he was like, nah, that guy deserves it. He's like, this will be easier. Well, he was a yeah. Packers fan, so maybe it was like, maybe the bear was a Chicago fan? Oh. Yeah, he's easy to pick up. That's the only, like, team I think a bear would, like, go for, you know, Chicago Bears. Yeah. So, th- but this is pretty bad. He got attacked pretty badly. He made his way into the house oh and called 911. He suffered minor facial lacerations, but... Minor? That's 41. minor? 41... 41 stitches and yeah it goes from like his hairline d- almost all the way down to his like his ear, ear. Uh, yeah it's horrible the main cut and he's got other ones he's got one from like his eye to his nose down to his like almost his lip line he's gonna look badass i mean let's like we're not gonna lie he's gonna look like a rugged ass uh cowboy at a not to go back to fallout but like it's like they they had that same facial scar you could put on and i always put that on my character because it was like you know this guy went to war i hope fuck with this guy i hope he invests in neosporin 
and that scar heals up nicely. I want him to have as great of a face as he started out with, maybe even better. You know, it's the bo- yeah. best this man can hope for. I'm glad he survived yeah. this bear attack and it didn't go as south as it could have. What would you rather? Would you rather have to fight a bear or be trapped in a freezer? Um, I see, I feel like I'm arrogant in thinking this, but I feel like I could survive being trapped in a freezer. I feel like that's like a fucking a drowning or being burned to death instance. It's like, fuck. It's like, yeah. what if you can't get out? Yeah, it would be really difficult, but I feel like if it's a freezer, there's a way out of it. Like, there's gotta it, be. There's because there's yeah. an outer area. Like unless like yeah. this freezer exists in a void. <laughs> yeah, true. Most freezers they do have um, some type of like a door release button or a lever. Right. You know. But what if that didn't work? Then you're fucked. Yeah. Then you are. Then you're really fucked. Well, that's kind of what happened. You gotta improvise, and that's even better. That's exactly what happened in our next story. Because a man, not just a man, a butcher, was trapped in his freezer in England and uh, it blew shut behind him you know no worries it has one of those latches Damn but ghosts. apparently moisture had frozen so oh, he couldn't fuck. get out no matter how he dangled it and he started punching it couldn't get out so he was like oh shit nobody heard him banging and he's like oh man I gotta think of a way to get out of here and uh, you know he's looking around and uh the beef was too slippery to grab. You know, cuts of beef. The lamb was too big. Wait, does it really say the beef was too slippery? <laughs> oh, you might. <laughs> and uh, he came, quoted, he happened upon the best thing. And the, it was the black pudding. Oh, which uh, black pudding is like, it's like blood, blood sausage. sausage, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's made like a really like, dark sausage. Blood. Well, apparently there was a big bucket of it frozen before it got cased or something. So he just grabs it and uh, fucking starts bashing on that lever, man. He bashed away, and luck would have it that that pudding would save his ass because he got out of the freezer, man. So he just used it like a hammer and fucking smacked it on the thing to break the ice off? Bludgeoning it. It was hard enough. Everything else was, like, too big or, like, not hard enough, and he fucking... This was perfect. And he just... He Sausage saving his life. Yeah, it saved his life. You know, I don't know if we've ever come across any other stories of sausage saving lives. <laughs> I didn't think that I would like be that. hard enough. I guess if you're sitting in the freezer long enough, like any meat product could be used as some sort of bludgeon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was, mean, a qu- shit. that was a quick improvise on his part. You gotta, man. In, in a life or death, in a life or death scenario, you gotta be. I just imagine him trying everything. He like smashes a potato into it. He's like, nope, that's not gonna <laughs> work. Throwing him. All right, check out this uh, onion. Nope. All right, fuck it. Nope. Um, <laughs> what else we got in here? <laughs> he almost felt an icy doom, sort of like the guy in our funny clip of the week. Ah, oh, this poor bastard here. This. You deal this with this a lot more than I have to. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm just glad. Every time I go outside, that I don't have a, like a, a slanted hill. Because <laughs> a thick patch of ice can really ruin your day. 
Yeah, it really can. And uh, I think this guy's day is pretty much ruined at this point. He's going to be sore. Now, the greatest thing about this clip, it, l let me give you the breakdown. It's a, it's a man stepping out onto his driveway, about to go to work. He's dressed up quite nicely. Slides down the hill. It starts out slow, but then he picks up speed. And it's only it's only a slight slant. It's not like a long, long nah, hill. Not too but, bad. But he's also wearing a book bag. And the greatest thing about this yep. clip is the more you watch it, the more you realize the, the physics of this guy falling. He's... He's essentially skating down, then uses the bag to counteract the weight of him falling, but then it turns on him, and it oh. becomes the reason for his downfall, <laughs> and he hits yeah. the ground. Yeah, the weight distribution's a little off there, and uh, it takes a toll on his body. I remember when we first found this, you were like, now he has to go change. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's on his way to work, clearly, and he's not going to work like that anymore. He's got, like, wet-ass grass stains on him. He oh. doesn't look that hurt. He just looks like... It's like one of those scenarios, Misery. like, fuck. Like, as an adult, you don't want to, like, fall into something wet. That's like... Yeah. Your, your day is pretty much kind of ruined at that point. You gotta go home. Yeah, I would <laughs> say so. So we'll be posting this up on our Facebook page, American Soccer Podcast, on Facebook. Just search that shit. It'll be up there on Wednesday. With our, and our weed news will be up there on Monday. So check out both of those. Check them out. And uh, speaking of checking things out, before we get into music, check out this fellow podcast. Hi, I'm Chris. I'm the Believer. I'm Cody. I'm the Skeptic. And together we are BSP, the Idiot Syncrasy Files. The podcast where two idiots discuss weird phenomena. This week we're talking about ghosts. I believe in ghosts. Why? There's too much weird stuff in the world for it to be coincidental. See, I don't, because ghosts are souls, and shirts, pants, and jockstraps do not have souls. These ghosts should be naked. My jockstrap has a soul. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, join us every week when we talk about cool phenomena ranging from skinwalkers to simulacra. There you go. Bye. Find us on Google Play, iTunes, and all those other podcasting places, or visit us at www.bspodphx.com. All right, now it's time for some goddamn music. Yeah, and I, uh, I'm really enjoying the band that you've chosen for today's selection. Well, thank you, sir. I'm enjoying the band you've chosen, but first, I get dibs, and we'll get to you. Now, the band that I've chosen is called The Midnight, and they're kind of like a synthwave, electro-pop, got a little bit of a retro feel. You know, I always fall into that retro feel. I love my retro music in general, and uh, I, love the, I love The Midnight. They're, they're LA-based. They're um, two guys. One's based out of New York, and one is LA-based. And they just really create some great melodies with the different tracks that they have. They have instrumentals, and uh, they have full-on vocal tracks with, you know, everything you'll hear a saxophone to retro synth like I was talking about. You know, I was going to say, I really enjoyed the uh, use of different instruments that they've incorporated. Yeah, yeah, I really... I can't get enough of these guys. I play them a little bit too much. That's how I get, you know, I fall in love with a band. Get addicted. And, uh, I get addicted. Really, I'm, I'm upset because I'm coming to California and I'm going to miss them. They're actually playing out there, you know, as they're LA-based. They're all over the, the West Coast and uh, I'm missing their shows right in between. I really want to catch these guys live sometime. That'd be but, uh, fucking awesome. 
It would be fucking wait, awesome. Wait, you said they're touring in L.A. or like are they? Uh, they're com- they they area? commonly play in they commonly play in L.A. Okay. Um, like hey, they're playing in West Hollywood right right around when I'm coming, but it's like a couple days before I arrive. So there's no hope of me even catching it. That's unfortunate. But uh, this this first song I've chosen for you, it's uh it's a little uh tune that I really I really love. The progression of the song is really cool. It's a duet. I really enjoy the um the, the other singer that's involved with it, Nikki Flores. And uh yeah, this is one of the the best songs that I've found from them like right away. I was like I heard this and I was like I fucking love this band. <laughs> so, this is Light Years featuring Nikki Flores by The Midnight. In between those spaces in the moment come find me where we let go was light years featuring nikki flores and uh that was off their album nocturnal which came out in 2017 some of most recent work i really uh i really enjoyed that it's a lighter song you know it's one of those romantic types but it's got a melody that like it's just haunting one of the progressions there it reminds me of like i like theater and it reminds me of a certain song out of uh phantom of the opera the progression of like when okay. it starts to get into her singing so like uh i don't know why i just i, I automatically assume that and uh i love this song something yeah, about the melody really, is a little it's haunting really, it's really catchy in, in like a very mellow way yeah if that makes sense yeah yeah i yeah i don't know it, you know it's it's almost unexplainable to me but i just i really love that song that's why i chose that one first but the next song i'm going to choose is a little more kavinsky like which I should mention, these guys were inspired by like uh, the Drive soundtrack, which Kavinsky was on. The guy that I really, really like is Electronica. You guys should check him out too. Um, he's got a huge fan base, so a lot of you probably know who Kavinsky is already. But uh, these guys really like that that influence, and they took it, and that's how they started out. And uh, this song, I think, really ca- it captures that. This is called Days of Thunder. A king-size bed was an escape plan, was an open hand Now it's a dog from hell, it's a genius cell It's an epitaph, it's a photograph
So that was Days of Thunder. And uh, as you can tell, it's a little more upbeat. You'll, you'll find a lot of upbeat songs, but uh, you'll find a, a very good variety, actually, from the Midnight. The yeah, archive. that fucking saxophone in that last one. It's a killer. It's a killer, and they you'll see that in a few of their tracks. They got those nasty saxophone solos. <laughs> I'm digging it. Dude, Something straight out of, like, uh, Careless Whisper. Yeah, dude. It's yeah. It just takes you back, and uh, but in like a nice way. I imagine the saxophone player like jamming out under like a fucking street light. Like it's like oh, it's dude, just that's so perfect. That's it's so perfect. Fuck, man, I'm stuck in that forever. That's that's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. Just like a yeah. silhouette, you know? Yeah, the midnight. They're a very interesting act, and I'm I'm all about breaking the genre of boundaries. You know, and that's one thing I really, really appreciate about these guys. Yeah, they're definitely doing that with uh, the different instruments they're throwing in, the uh, collaborations they're doing. Yeah, hell yeah. You can check them out. They're, they're doing remixes all the time. They have instrumentals of their songs, all kinds of shit. They're, they're going to be all over. They're touring. Um, they'll be everywhere. I might be able to catch them in New York, possibly, if I feel like going down okay. to the city. But uh, February 17th, they'll be at the Whiskey A Go-Go in West Hollywood. Thursday, March 15th is the next available day where they'll be in Chicago, Lincoln Hall. Okay. And uh, in March, they're going to be doing a tour through New York, it seems like. So if you're a New Yorker, check them out on their social media. You'll be able to find out where they are. They're going to be in Brooklyn and the city in general for a few days. So check them out. You might be able to catch a glimpse of them. They're really fucking cool. They're a lot different than any other act you will typically see. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I could definitely see that. I, I wonder how they would be live. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's, that's really what I'm dying to see is what they do live. You know, two-man right. group pretty cool show check them out the midnight and now on to my suggestion i have chosen mayday parade who i've gotten a chance to see them i saw them back in i want to say 2014 uh the last warp tour that i went to oh wow i didn't know you got the chance to see them with our buddy greg yeah they they were playing there and they're a band out of tallahassee florida they formed in 2005 i believe let me double check on that really good group man i've been listening to the mayday parade uh i don't even remember i mean we've been listening to them for for quite a while since high school since high school you know a good long time great group it was it was 2005 two bands uh came together to form what is now mayday parade yeah they've put out like a decent amount of albums their discography includes a lesson in romantics anywhere but here mayday parade monsters in the closet black lines and uh, a couple more that they've uh, worked on in terms yeah. of, you know, Pop Goes Punk, that kind of I shit. I would say A Lesson in Romantics is definitely the album to check out for them. Yeah. Such a classic. Classic. That has, like, a lot of the really good uh, songs that I enjoy. And Tales Sold by Dead Friends, that's another. Mm, another, yeah. Another really good album by them. Yeah, that was one of their, that's yeah. one of the really good ones. The, yeah, oh, God. When I get your get home, you're so dead was on that. Three cheers for five years. Like, so many of their great hits. Now, the song that I'm going to be suggesting now is called Your Song. And that's actually off of the Tales Told by Dead Friends. So this is Your Song by Mayday Parade. I'm so stuck. Stay and watch the stars come up and in the sun stay open. 
so that was your song by Mayday Parade. And yeah, as Matt and I said earlier, it's an amazing, they're an amazing band. We've been listening to them for like over a decade now. <laughs> over a decade, yeah. And they're still putting out really good stuff. They actually just put out a, uh, a new album last year called Black Lines. And that's what the next song I'm going to be playing is. It comes off of this. This one sounds different. They've, they've definitely changed over the years. It's yeah. uh, it's it's a new sound. I would, I, I'm not going to say I don't like it as much as they're... Like, I always have a place in my heart for their older stuff. Like, we were just saying anything off of Tales Told by Dead Friends, which was like, three cheers for five years, one man drinking mm. games. You listed off a shit ton more earlier. Yeah. It's really poppy. Yeah classic ballads this one is uh, a little bit different this one's called keep in mind transmogrification is a new technology off of black lines their uh newer newest oh i'm sorry i i believe it was uh it came out in 2015 not last year i think i think it was like yeah, it's still it's their newest they've released they released an anniversary edition i thought it came it. out last year i just wanted to make the correction it was 2015 yeah so yeah, this is this is keep in mind transmogrification is new technology by Mayday Parade. I am selfish when I need you. I am the pistol inside of the wall in the back of your room. Keep in mind, transmogrification is a new technology. What a mouthful for a song. It, by it, yeah, hell of a song title. Yeah, it's a really cool song, though, and it's different than mm. their uh, stuff because like, their earlier stuff seems a lot more like, you know, singing out like really, really loud and like letting those really long notes hold, where this had like more of a faster pace and felt a little more punky to me. Yeah, yeah, I can definitely see that. The progression was a little like all over the place, a lot... More unpredictable than the typical Mayday Parade. Yeah, you even said at one point where it kind of came in, you were like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I really dig it. They're uh, they're still touring. They're, they're in San Bernardino on March 3rd, and they're in the United Kingdom uh, June 8th through the 10th. Awesome. Yeah, they they always get all over. They do a lot of UK tours from what I've seen through the past. Yeah, and I mean, I, I saw them a, a few years ago at Warp Tour, so seems like they enjoyed getting around hell yeah great fucking band so yeah be sure to check out the midnight and mayday parade we're gonna be posting up links to uh some of those songs on our facebook page on tuesday and thursday so you can listen to them and check them out hell yeah and as always they will be added to the spotify playlist all you have to do is search american slacker 
you'll find it. And speaking of good things to listen to, here's something from another podcast. Hey, this is AJ. And this has been with Small Town Mentality Podcast. You can check us out on all social media platforms at Small Town Mentality Podcast. So get on there, click like, and follow us. And help us out by subscribing to Small Town Mentality Podcast on the places you get your podcasts. Podcasts? What, you don't have a place to check out podcasts? Well, try TuneIn or Stitcher. We're also on iTunes and Google Play. Come check us out. We're funny. Yeah, yeah a little bit. I'm funny. We're going to leave this in. All right. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye. This is technology. We're talking about something cool. We're talking about CES, which we covered a little bit of last year, but this year we're going to focus on it. Yeah, there was a lot of cool stuff uh, being expoed at this convention. Hell yeah. And uh, the CES, which in case you're not familiar with it, it's formerly known as the International Consumer Electronics Show, and uh, it showcases more than 3,900 exhibiting companies. And uh, it's the equivalent of about 50 football fields, which is crazy when you think that's, about that's any type insane. of... Dude, that's insane. Think about, like, we went, we just attended the podcast conference a year ago. Not even. And that was, like, a couple, maybe two football fields? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> and this is all, the, like, the new grade technology that's just, like, mind-blowing shit. Shit you might not ever see. You know, a lot of the stuff never really makes it to production. It's prototype, per se. But... Still, it's fucking cool to say, see a glimpse into the future. Yeah, and there's a lot of interesting things. The uh, the big one was the Toyota e-Palette. Yeah, I would say that's probably our big pick. Um, the e-Palette by Toyota is a really cool concept that's just a uh, smart-controlled car that could be either ride-sharing, it could be a portable shop, it could be food delivery... Whatever you it's want. It's essentially to be. one of those shipping containers on wheels, uh, but it looks a lot sleeker. <laughs> it's a it lot. That. Yeah, it's a lot sleeker, and it has a full-on like LCD display on the outer edges, so you you don't see through the glass. You see like whatever they want you to project. So you know. So this I'm would sure be, automated... be advertisement usage. Yeah, this like would that. be an automated self-driving car that could essentially follow you behind your own vehicle, right? Yeah, so say you wanted to be a shop owner with like, if you're in a city and you own like maybe one of those like little newspaper shops or, or even like a, a taco, taco stand. Truck. Yeah, exactly. What you could do is have that thing follow you home once you're done, you know, operating your shop for the day. It, this is a cool concept. I mean, at first I thought it was just a driving billboard and I was a little pissed because I didn't want more stuff on the road. But yeah. But then when I realized we... that it actually opens up and becomes like a little shop or something like that that's awesome the mobility of being able to go anywhere and sell your wares (laughs) yeah exactly man i mean it's it's cool we've all seen those get a little trucks that pull the trailer with a big old billboard on it this is the whole new age of that shit where it actually has a function beneath the billboard and uh one of the next things that i really enjoyed coming from ces was the android movie which, as any movie user, this is a really cool phone that would really utilize an interesting feature that most phones don't have. It has a built-in projector. That's crazy. That can, yeah. It's built into the phone. It's real sleek. You know, it looks about the size of, like, my Galaxy S7. Apparently, the battery life will last you. Like, it has a 22 hours talk time. So that's pretty good as far as smartphones, you know, go. 
apparently, you know, if you're running that projector, though, it'll only get you about five hours, you know, which is expected. But, you, I mean, you can two plug movies. in. Two movies. Yeah, two movies, man. That's not bad for a projector that can shoot up to 200 inches. And if you're going to... Okay, so 200 inches, that's like... That's a couple of feet. <laughs> I'm <not laughs> that's a couple of feet. Well, 12 times 10 is 120, so think about that alone. It's over a 10-foot screen. That's crazy. You know, and uh, it says, you know, on their advertising, this isn't out yet, but it's coming out soon, that you can play your favorite game on a larger screen. So I'm wondering if there's some kind of uh, mirroring aspect that you can do with any console. That would be wicked cool if you could, like, hook up your Xbox or PlayStation 4 to this bad boy. Object it on your wall. Fucking hey, man. It's odd that it's a phone in itself. Yeah, but we're seeing a lot of these movements, though, for projectors hooked up with phones, whether it's, like, an attachment you plug in or, you know, like, I've heard of other phones having projectors in them, but they're a lot more bulky than this. this Android yeah, this movie. was a, this is a pretty sleek-looking phone. I will give them that. Yeah, I really like it. It's, you know, it's still got, a, like, a 13-megapixel camera in it, so it's got a lot of the other features that you might want in the phone. You know, I'm sure it's not a Galaxy or iPhone-rated camera, but it'll still get the job done. Meanwhile, you have that projector built in if you're a movie fanatic. Right. Shit, you know? YouTube up on the wall. Anything. Why not? It's better than the dinky little screen. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're screen hogs in this era. I mean, no matter how big the phone is, we always want a bigger phone. Bigger <laughs> screen. You want a smaller phone with a bigger screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, the next product that we thought was pretty interesting is a product that turns your bike into an electric bike in 30 seconds. Dude, and this is a wicked cool development. I would have killed to have this as a kid. Like, I don't know about you, but like all those times we biked, me and you grew oh, up yeah. in the same town, always biking around in groups. Mm-hmm. Shit, dude, to have an electric wheel, I mean, it does what, like 35 kilometers an hour? Yeah, uh, 32 kilometers an hour. It's yeah. pretty pretty fucking fast, and it's That's it's basically a wheel that you clip onto the front of your bike. That's almost 20 miles an hour. That's pretty Jeez. good for a fucking bike without having to pedal. Especially on those uphills. And what's this called? It's the um, the Electron Wheel? It's the Electron Wheel, and hopefully it'll be out this year coming up, actually, in 2018, for, I think, 800 bucks, which is okay. not too bad Oof. to turn any bicycle with uh, rotor, rotor brake pads, but still, you're turning a bicycle if you're a city liver, like, if you're living in a city. Yeah. City liver. If, if you're one of them city livers, city man. Livers. You gotta get around without having an automobile. What you gotta do is you gotta get one of these electron wheels and you will be getting around all over because I believe it has something like an 80 kilometer range. So you will be getting all around that city. If if you are using a bike as your main like sor- source of uh, commute, then it, it's probably worth it in the long run. Then- yeah. That's what I'm imagining. Let, if you're doing it for the exercise, then you might not want to be. You definitely don't want this. Not doing you're, it. You're you're not burning calories. <laughs> no. Should <laughs> be cruising. And one of the other objects that we thought was quite interesting is um the development. In, you know, smart homes are very interesting. Me and Jesse have gotten like Echoes. Jesse has smart lights. It's all funny how that's all incorporating. Everything is becoming smart within your home. Well, now there's a tablet that's an actual standalone, like, uh, you leave it, you know, on a desk, and it's your smart home. And this is, uh, the Lenevo, the Lenevo smart display. And, uh, it has built-in Google Assistant, so it can really help you out doing anything. And furthermore, it has cameras built in, so it's really, like, um, 
I really like this object because it reminds me of all the futuristic cartoons we saw when we were children. Where you would have, like, you know, the video conferencing with people. And that was, like, a joke at the time. It was way before cell phones had the capability of Skyping or anything like right. that. Right. You know, snake and pong. Yeah. <laughs> so even though we have the feature in our pocket and everything, it's really cool to see the idea of it being built in the house. So it's basically what I'd like to think of this as, as Alexa with a a tablet built in that you can do anything and visualize and do audio at the same time. It just reminds me of the Disney movie Smart Home, Smart House. Yeah. Oh my God. Peggy Bundy was the voice. Yep. Yep. Uh, Yeah, dude. She's she's in Sons of Anarchy too. She went haywire. And yeah, Jesse's watching Sons and uh, I love (laughs) No one hassle me. Don't spoil it. It's so good. No spoilers. I just found out someone died. Ah, fuck. The person (laughs) died. It's a killer. It's a killer, yeah. Back to technology, though. We got the HTC Vive Wireless. Ooh. And yeah, we were talking about it in our pre-show. The uh, the VR is getting pretty cool. So the the Vive has gone crazy with it. They're, they're finally making some sort of adapter so that you don't have to be, like, fucking anchored to your computer while you're playing. Which is wicked cool. <laughs> It also means you're going to be walking into more shit. True. Yeah, right? You got a big old room. You better clear a room to play this goddamn thing. In. You're going to be walking <laughs> into like your your radio tipping that shit over. Don't have any glass because you're going to break that shit if that's in the room. Yep. I've set up my VR right by my china cabinet. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. No, this, this will be cool, though, if you have a large area. Maybe I was going to say a backyard, but that's probably not good either. If it's like unstable ground. Mm. Yeah, right, you dip into a pothole, like, or not a pothole, but, like, a, a hole in the ground, and you're just like, oh, fuck, I broke my fucking knee up. I mean, even wired, like, I've seen a lot of people jump up and smack their hands on the ceiling. Ooh, they true. They don't realize, like, oh, you know, if I do this thing in VR, I'm gonna, like, smack my hands. <laughs> yeah, that's what's... I've really never... I've tried, like, uh, Galaxy VR, but I've never tried any other, like, Oculus or anything, but I could only imagine, like, I'd be afraid of the actual environment and, like, fucking falling over or, like, smacking, like, that you're saying, and, like, breaking right. a finger on a wall or, like, some Ooh. hard object. Or hitting like, someone fuck. in the room or something. Yeah, it's just... Yeah. It very easily happens. I don't... That's, like, one thing that they haven't quite figured out. That, that was a big yeah. problem with the Wii when that came out, too, though. Yeah, it really was. People were, like, chucking the remote to the, the fucking TVs, too. It's tough, the... it's tough to adapt these virtual reality or even augmented realities to reality. It is. Um, hopefully, you know, companies will adapt to that. And I think, like, companies way. like Tesla might actually help out with that. And one of the cool things they debuted at uh, CES was this... Um, Electro-tactical haptic feedback system, which is a bodysuit that you basically wear. And say you're in a, one of those virtual reality games. Say you like walk into a you know wall or something, or somebody hits you. You're actually gonna feel it because you're wearing a suit that has sensors and pressure to actually implicate that actual like instance. Yeah, and it's so, sending feedback to your actual nerves, which is ridiculous. With like man. electrical impulses. Yeah, so I'm just imagining that ab machine that 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 Asian doctor came up with in the 90s. Just fucking made a whole suit of it interactive with the environment of VR. It's a really interesting concept. I'm interested to see, like, what would it feel like to actually get shot in a haptic feedback suit in, like, uh, player unknown's battlegrounds. 
True, right? Would it be like really like you'd feel so much like, like ow! Pressure. What the fuck? Oh, <laughs> like more than a paintball equivalent to paintball. It's crazy, man. They say it's not gonna like it even bruise you, you know? It's, yeah. It, it's not meant to actually cause you any physical pain. Yeah, I think that's the thing about the electrical pulse is that it's not like a actual pressure punch or anything. It's you know quick like it pulses your muscles in that specific area and that's it. Boom. It says it provides sensations anything from a stroke to heart impact. Oh man. But the impact will be limited to the wearer's own strength. Okay. Really weird. Yeah. Interesting to see where this goes. Apparently it's going to be compatible with different headsets, so you know you'll be able to interlink it with different systems. And uh, I don't think we have cool. a price tag on this one. No price tag. Yeah, I'm sure they'll they'll uh, figure that out and broadcast that in the next year. I wouldn't expect to see this in the next. You know, it'll probably debut in 2019 more. I, I was gonna say I hope in a decade I can wear my haptic feedback suit. Yeah, well, for the basic consumer, for it to be affordable, yeah, probably <laughs> almost a decade. You know, and along with all this good shit, there was a lot of weird shit, man, at CES. And uh, we were going through this all week, all the weird things that we found. It's amazing where some of these technology gurus will go to try to come up with something new. And I mean, I don't know about you, but an augmented reality toothbrush? Yeah, I was looking at that. It's, uh, it's a very odd concept. I understand trying to incentivize children to brush their teeth. You know, yeah, hygiene's I, important. I get the point, but when you adapt it to a smartphone, which your 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 child shouldn't really have until a certain age, or I mean, I, well, it's that, up to like, you. But so, are they holding the phone while brushing their teeth? It's such a weird concept. Maybe we're old. Maybe we're just old, man, and we're thinking this is weird. But maybe this is like how it should be. I don't know. I don't what know. Do you think? I just I think it's a little odd. I think that's not where we need to adapt like any type of uh, new technology. I think that one's more weird than our next one, the self-driving suitcase that follows you around. I find this actually useful. It would be useful, but we didn't hear too good of reports from CES about these being tested from people that actually demoed them, that weren't the operators. Okay, and it got some bad reviews? They got a few bad reviews. There were a few companies, at least three, that had these um, self-automated suitcases that have cameras, and they can track you, apparently. Okay. Whether some had RFID cards or whatever, and some had just cameras that would... Strap a knife to user. that thing, you got a horror movie. <sighs> you need to be able to ride the damn thing. I'm, I'm with that one suitcase that you can ride. I'm oh, I've seen that. that one, the little su <laughs> scooter suitcase. <laughs> That'd be too cool. <laughs> but with the uh, self-following ones, I think it's too early. Yeah, we still got some kinks to work out. Yeah. Like Just the like one. the next one. <laughs> the uh, giant robot robot that folds laundry, uh, it apparently doesn't work too well. And that seems to be a big uh, theme with this technology is it works for the people demonstrating it. And yeah. not so much for the people who just like want to give it a try. The very yeah, the people... People have folded me. They demoed this machine that's like a giant, like, um, it almost looks like a tall dryer would be, you know, but a little open. Like, it has, it's like a printer almost, right? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it kind of looks like more like a printer. Thanks, and, huge. Uh, you clip in your clothes and it's supposed to automatically fold them, but apparently the thing is, once you give a normal person that's at CES the ability to put your, the clothes onto the machine, it doesn't work so well. 
That's yeah. what I saw. And... It's it's probably like very meticulous. You got to get like the yeah. corners in there. Like I've seen uh, laundry, like industrial, like sheet pressers for like hotels and shit. And yeah. even with those, you have to be very, very like particular about how you lay it yeah. out. Yeah, how you lay it in there. And that's how I imagine these are. The clips have to be placed in the perfect spot on each article of clothing. Yeah, probably have to learn from you know trial and error how to put the clothing into this machine. But it's still kind of cool to think about the future. It's interesting. Yo, they need to step their game up, combine that with the washer and the dryer. We need a washer and dryer that's one single thing. How the, how the fuck has that not become a thing yet? You need something yeah. where you can put, put your wa- your clothes in the washer and just mm. set something, and then it'll wash it. And then once it's done and it drains out, it dries it. And then you just come out your clean clothes. Dry it's like, why do we need two machines? This is fucking stupid. It comes out dry and pressed perfectly. <laughs> And then yeah, we got an idea little, here. A little folder presser on the side pops everything out folded. Oh, be a millionaire. No. What I think is they haven't had the proper slacker engineer in on this issue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think the next issue they did pull in some slacker engineers because what we have here is a cat toy that has artificial intelligence. And uh, as a cat owner as well as you, I think we can appreciate. <laughs> Because there's no better place for AI to be placed besides a cat toy. Oh, yeah. You need to outsmart those fuckers. And, I mean, at $150 base cost, that's not too bad for a cat toy. Oh, God. That's a lot of money for a cat toy. No, basically what we have is an object that's going to be shipping as early as March 2018. And it has everything from a laser pointer on it to actual, like, balls hanging from twine twirling around and shit. Like... There's all kinds of shit going on so with this it, little mat. <laughs> it just looks like someone uh, like jammed a stick into a little robot uh, with wheels on Yeah, what we're talking about is the Mouser cat toy, and it's M-O-U-S-R, and that's it. And uh, that's it. the <laughs> Mouser can move in a way that attacks your cat, or no, sorry, not attacks your cat, attracts your cat. Oh. You don't want it to attack your cat, because, I mean, that would be a bad object you brought in the house, which attacks your pet. Right. Not work out and then reacts accordingly when the feline catches it and then adapts to that. So it can actually, you know, outsmart your cat and keep your cat entertained by this little AI-powered cat toy. It's uh, it's not worth the money. I'm giving mm. this a, a thumbs down. He said it. I'm g- I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there were some weird things there. There uh, was a ton of weird things. Along with the really cool things that we had talked about earlier. Hell yeah. And, it's it's uh, always interesting to see what comes out of CES. Yeah, it really is. It's, you know, towards the development and all of our technology. So it's cool to see where it might go. Or where yeah. It might go. And we got some more things uh, in tech here. It's, this is a new little segment that we're putting within tech, a little mini segment, called the Slacker's Choice app. And Matt and I both have chosen an app. And uh, we all know it's an app world at this point. So, you know, apps are very useful every they can be anything honestly you know everything from media to you're making your decisions like your one the choice that jesse pulled is uh, a life choice app i would say yeah this is one that allows you to you know keep an eye on some uh, plane tickets for travel it's called sky scanner it's, it's a website and an app they send you email alerts if you sign up with them and you can put in a specific date or look at uh, the all the dates on the calendar and see what 
flights are the cheapest and kind of keep an eye on those and get updated as to when those drop in price or raise in price which is good if you're like kind of eyeballing like a specific you know oh you know i want to go somewhere in may like just kind of hit a couple dates get the email updates and see see what ends up happening in terms of price drops and stuff it's a, it's a really good way to get cheap flights and uh, yeah. I, I always just scan it to see like where I can go for cheap. I've I've got to say I don't think anybody else can beat the prices that Skyscanner will fly. Yeah, and we're not sponsored by them or anything. This is well, just yeah, something no. that I've used a number of times to find really good flight prices. Yeah, I've got to say compared to all the other travel apps, websites, all that, Skyscanner always is, you know, ahead. Whether it's by cents or dollars, like. It, it's always ahead and it's yeah. so easy to use man that's the beautiful thing about it they make it super easy with those email updates if you like yeah. actually check your email and you keep up to date with it you could you could save a couple hundred dollars on on a flight which makes you just feel like a king when you can spend those fucking hundred on drinks wherever you're going on vacation you know hell yeah hell yeah the ne- the app I'm gonna choose is another one that can help you out if you're big on social media posting any type of imagery um, Snapseed. It's available on iOS. It's also available on Android, just like Skyscanner. And uh, basically, you can do all kinds of editing. You can, you know, manipulate a typical photograph. If you want to just enhance it with structure, contrast, any of the fun things. Or you can do full-on editing of a photograph and graphic and add in text. You can do multiple exposure, things like that. And it's totally free. And it's so easy to use with very little you know glittery or any of that shit like you encounter with an app that's free that might have in-app purchases we all encounter that these days that's so annoying when they have an in-app purchase to get the like full-on deluxe version where it doesn't have ads or anything like that yep this app i I was very surprised when you suggested snapseed to me how much came with it for free for free it's you know i'm not gonna say it's the photoshop of your phone but Close. it'll give you a few things that are Photoshop quality. And that's one of the things I appreciated for a totally free, non-ad fucking dedicated app. Yeah, and if you so. guys check out our uh, Instagram posts, that we, we use a lot of uh, Snapseed. Yeah, hell yeah. We, that. I would say almost you know 90% of our, our actual promos are at least touched with Snapseed. You yep. know, among other programs at the same time, but they're definitely touched with that because it has so many good features. So, it's very true. yeah, these apps are definitely worth checking out, and we'll try to keep up with these every time we do tech. These are the Slacker's Choice apps. Check out Skyscanner and Snapseed. And, you know, I think it's time to wrap this up. We have done a long night. A lot of the people don't know that we've done four <laughs> live streams. This it's is like crazy. a marathon. This is crazy. Check out the live stream, people. This is a new thing. Instagram, you can catch us. We'll try to do an advance notice. But it's the end of the show. And I think it's time to get into Plug City. And uh, this is where I tell you, go stop by the Facebook page. American Slacker Podcast. You'll find us there. Where you can also find the American Slackers group. Where we have all kinds of fucking craziness. There's polls going on right now. Meme streams. Seth's trying to hijack the whole fucking place. It's out of control. You need to stop over there and help us control this. It's yes, we need, we need the people to speak so that a tyrant does not take over. Hell yeah. It's, it's, we need your help. 
And don't forget to stop by the Instagram where you can find the promos for each and every show, among many other cool fucking graphics that uh, me and Jesse put out, just to give you guys a little entertainment, a little bit of a laugh. And uh, also, stop by the website, aspodcast.com, americanslackerpodcast.com. You can also find us on Twitter and Reddit at podcast. We're also on YouTube where you can subscribe and get all of our episodes up to date there along with the bonus episodes we release. Please rate and review us on iTunes, five stars or nothing, four star guy, reach out to us. And please tell a friend about the show, anyone that you think would enjoy it. Uh, I'm sure they will, and we appreciate them listening and you suggesting it to them. And don't forget to send us an email. AmericanSlackerPodcast at gmail.com is the easiest way to get in touch with us. And don't forget, we have a Spotify playlist including all the artists, including the ones that we featured tonight, the Midnight and Mayday Parade. All you got to do is search American Slacker Podcast. You'll find all the artists that have been featured or on the show. You'll be jamming out in no time. You can also become a Patreon sponsor of the show. If you head over to patreon.com slash American Slacker Podcast, we have rewards up there, constantly putting up bonus content. There's a lot there now. We actually built a decent amount of uh, content there for you, and we're hoping to offer more. And also, we have a a store now, americansoccerpodcast.bigcartel.com. So if you want any merch, we have a mug, which I can't wait. I'm going <laughs> to, I think I'm going to order my mugs. So. I think I'm going to order that this week. Yeah. I wasn't sure if the mug or the t-shirt. But well, we got some basic t-shirts, but we're going to be throwing up some We more. got a, a bunch of cool designs. We're debating. You're going to see a really cool design coming up in the next few weeks. Bringing it all to you very, very soon. And uh, I think we're still reaching out. We're looking for an animator. We're dying to find an animator. We need a few. Yeah, we have a few it. projects where yeah, we're we trying to work cool on. Yeah, we got some cool ideas. Yeah, we really need, you know, whether you do still cartoon or you do actual animation, get in contact with us. And if you want to do uh, check out our personal shit, don't forget to check out our Instagram, Snapchats, and Gamer Tags, where you can find me on Instagram at MWG Media, and Snapchat in Xbox Live at Matty G from HP. And you can find me on Instagram, Snapchat, and on Xbox Live at Landers the Point. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to the live stream, to the episode, wherever the fuck you're hearing our voices. We love every one of you. And until next time, that's it. There you go.